Welcome to the shit show, punk bitches. Don't go to fucking school. If you get inspired by Rudy, you're a fucking loser. Any grown adult on TikTok should be registered as a sex offender. I'm political poison. Nobody running for office wants to touch me except maybe Joe Biden. Sex would probably be really annoying if they had to stop to bitch about how entitled millennials are. It's time to get rid of the boomer. You should gas up your meth-addicted cousin Shane the same way you support Lizzo. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of... uh... Civics class with Caleb Salvatore. Um, just giving some updates on the structure of our government. Um, just in case, you know, we, we, you know, we've all been in lockdown. People haven't been getting the updates to education and schooling they need, so I'm here to provide that. As you all know, the three main branches of government, we've got executive, we've got legislative, legislative, excuse me, and we've got judicial. But a lot of people don't know that in the last couple months, we've actually added a fourth branch to our government. Uh, It's called medical, and they can just choose to shut anything down whenever they want if they say it's a threat. We don't get to vote on these people. We we don't have any representation, but they can steal as much of our money as they want, and they can ruin our businesses, and they can demand we all stay locked up in our homes. Isn't that a great fair deal? It's not like we didn't fight the revolution over the exact same fucking thing 250 years ago. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome, you guys? These unelected bureaucrats who have been appointed and definitely have bias like normal human beings, at least we, we didn't even pick them, right? They just got thrown in there by God knows who. And they can't lose their job unless they get caught in bed with a little boy. And even then, it's a fucking wash. Depends what letters by your name at that point. So they can just just pass whatever laws they want, have maximum unlimited influence with no no consequences. There's nothing we can do about it. Isn't that great? And if you disagree with them, guess what? You're a fucking science denier. You must be like an anti-vax flat earther. You hate medical workers. You hate nurses. That's what it boils down to. You must hate medical workers. Clearly. I hate healthcare workers. I'm a fucking hypochondriac, right? I hate them. I hate them. Actually, I do hate healthcare workers, but not because I don't hate them for being healthcare workers. I hate them because I am a hypochondriac and I spend so much of my fucking time and money there. But that's neither here nor there. The re- but I will say, before we go any further, I do spend a lot of money going to the doctor to get ailments that aren't real checked out on me. And that's why you need to go to NorthSpokaneCBD.com. Use the code word drunk for 15% off your motherfucking order. Because that way, I can actually pay for some of these things. Well, pay for them faster. You know, you, you send the money my way from the sponsorship. Don't do it. Don't go to NorthSpokaneCBD.com. Unless you're going to use the code word drunk. It defeats the fucking purpose. So that's one sponsor who won't drop me. (laughs) So uh, go to NorthSpokaneCBD.com. Use the promo code drunk for 15% off your fucking order. So that way I can pay some of these medical bills back. But anyway, the fourth branch of government, healthcare. It's medical, excuse me. It's taking over. It's just going to run our lives, and we don't get to say or do anything about it. Obviously, I would never encourage anyone to be violent. Don't do that. But if you question, hey, maybe we're we're taking advice from unelected bureaucrats who only look at one side of the coin a little too far, then guess what? Like you might as well be talking some shit about the lizard people running this country. That's that's what they throw you in with. 
Like there's, there's definitely quack doctors on both sides of this argument. And there's, again, there's no good way to do it because people will die of anything, but I can promise you the better way is just to reopen the economy. The fact that California in the last couple months has had as many suicides as they did last year, that should be, that should, or suicide attempts, that should be, you know, red flag number one that, hey, maybe we're not handling this the best way. I'm not saying, again, not saying cough down your grandma's throat. Not saying don't go out and get the polio vaccine. All I'm saying is may, maybe the government doesn't need to lock everyone down, but you get labeled as a fascist extremist if you think that way. I don't know. I don't know. Because we've been over this a hundred times. This isn't about a virus. It hasn't been about a virus for a long time. It's been about a bunch of pussy bleeding little bitches using the arm of the government to push people around they wouldn't have the balls to say shit to off, off the internet in real life. That's what this is. They hate I, I feel like I'm going in I'm circling the wagon. They just, they hate the cops, but they'll be the first ones to call them if you're not wearing a mask. And that's my other thing. It's this big stink about the fucking beaches. Just about everyone's been to a beach, right? Well, some of you might not. Some of you are poor trailer trash that are watching this. But most of us listening to this have been to a beach, right? We've all been to the beach. There's a huge stink about if we reopen the beaches, the virus is going to get out of control. Maybe like beach concerts or dance clubs and stuff like that. But when you just go to the public beach, right, like off the coast in Clearwater in California, we're at, you know, um, Myrtle Beach or North Carolina. You know, it's uh, Myrtle Beach is in South Carolina, North Carolina right above it. That's what I was trying to get at there. But how many times when you go to the beach, do you come within six feet? of someone that you aren't like regularly exposed to already. I'm not talking with your wife and kids because you're gonna live in the same house as them. If one of you is gonna go down, you're all gonna go down. That's how viruses work, right? But how often do you get in someone from the beach's personal bubble? Fucking almost never. I'm sure there's some accidents and stuff like that, but how often do you actually come within six feet? Why do the beaches need to be closed? How often do you actually come within six feet of somebody at the beach? I don't think I ever have. Not somebody I don't like live in the same home with or spend a bunch of time with. Never. I have never come within six feet of someone at the beach. If the beach is that packed, you need to make a conscious decision as a human to turn around and go home because that's not even fun with or without a virus. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I hope everyone had a great Memorial Day and spent it with their families because fuck these cocksuckers that are trying to shut everybody down and separate us from our families. That's what it's about. Rogan had a fantastic point. And I don't like to quote him because I think guys that obsess over Rogan and that lifestyle are kind of corny, but I appreciate what Joe Rogan does. Rogan had a great point that liquor stores are considered essential, but AA meetings are not. AA meetings are canceled and you'll go to jail if you host one. You don't think that's by design? You don't think the people that wrote this up and were like, you know, they were sitting there writing it up. How, how can we rip this country apart? Because Bob Marley said that alcohol is the destruction of a nation. So people that are, how can we rip this country apart? Let's let people get really fucked up 
but not let them go to their support system. Don't give me the, oh, they can use Zoom. Zoom is not the same as fucking in-person. You know that. If Zoom were just as good as in-person, people in long-distance relationships would have uh, just high success rates. It's not. It's not as good. You know? People, guys in the military, their, their wives wouldn't have seven more sexual partners by the time they got home if Zoom worked. So I don't want to hear about it. That fucking bitch from Dear John, like her. If, Zoom, if, if long distance, if Zoom was a, I guess Zoom wasn't a thing when that movie came out, but still the updated version, that whore would probably still cheat on him. That's all I'm saying. And then cheat on her dying husband with lymphoma. But that's my thing. You don't think this was their plan? Hey, let's cause self-destructive behaviors. Let's turn people against each other. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I was on board to an extent. I was never on board with the lockdown, but I was on board with, fuck, look at the boomers are out there doing their thing, ruining us, you know, making this lockdown extended. And then I sat, or the boomers are the reasons we're extending this lockdown. And then I took a step back and I was like, wait a minute, this is the fucking move that they want. This is the plan. They want us to blame the boomers. They want to, to you know, highlight how old folks aren't, aren't paying attention and they're going out and doing their thing. They want us to blame the boomers. They want the boomers to blame the spring breakers. So they blow that up on the news too. They, they find the news that's targeted at millennials and they talk about how boomers aren't, aren't staying home they t and millennials aren't on spring break. But they take Gen Z, they're such sociopaths, they don't actually care. So they take the articles about how Gen Z which the boomers think is millennials aren't staying home and they're doing their spring break shit and they target those at the boomers. Generational fucking warfare is the move. It's called divide and conquer people. This isn't a new concept. The, the goal was to turn people against each other from the get go. And that's why it's so much easier to control people that aren't united. You know, with everyone, where's your fucking mask? You, to snitch on your neighbor. That's what, they, that's what they've turned it into. You, you are encouraged, you are paid, is it in LA or New York, to snitch on your neighbors now. Hey, that guy's having 11 people over at his barbecue. Hey, he's not wearing a mask. He's not six feet apart. And they will track these people down and either ticket them or arrest them. This is absolutely about turning us against each other. That is all it has ever been about. Well, no, I think for a couple, the first couple of weeks, it was do-gooders, the knee-jerk reaction where the NBA canceled, stuff like that. I think there was, you know, we need to do something here because they thought it was a lot worse than it was. At this point, it's just about pushing you around. It's about dividing everyone. And that's all there is to it. Which is why I'm officially endorsing Joe Jorgensen for president. Congrats, Joe, on your nomination. Spike Cohen is the VP. Great people there. I, uh, I met Joe in Lincoln. Um, super nice, Lincoln, Nebraska. Super nice lady. Super fucking nice, right? And I told her that she needed to kiss my ass because an endorsement from me could be crucial and push her over the edge. Now, at the time, I had already endorsed Dan Taxation and Steph Behrman. I kept that endorsement, and I voted for him in the primary in my state. But uh, it didn't matter. Joe still won the nomination. And I feel like just 
the idea that she could have secured that nomination from me really just in, motivated her to shoot up the rankings, you know, just to shoot up the inspiration that, wow, Caleb Salvatore could actually endorse me for president. It just motivated her so much that she was able to push above the, above the mold, right? Above the fray and walk away with a victory. It's fantastic. We've got a fucking presidential candidate that's not accused of rape and is not on video being racist as hell. It's fucking fantastic. So vote for Joe. She's with us. It's a short episode. I'm sorry. Very serious. I wanted to get on here and rant a little bit. Here's what we got going. I guess we can pull up the news. I haven't followed it. I did quite, I did uh, start uh, quite the shit show on my Facebook. You can go take a look at that if you want to. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite. Trump accuses MSNBC host of murder. This is the best fucking news story to develop out of this. You've got, imagine being, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. You know, you can be Joe the plumber. You can be a TV show host, a rapper, a model, whatever. The president of the United States publicly accuses you of murder. I couldn't imagine. Here's Rep. Adam Kinzinger called on President Trump to stop promoting the completely unfounded conspiracy theory regarding the death of the intern for MSNBC Morning Joe anchor Joe Scarborough, former Republican congressman from Florida. The president on Sunday urged his followers in a tweet to read the article on a conservative website, True Pundit, which claimed the evidence showed foul play in the death of Lori Klausudis. 28 in 2001 just stop kinzinger responded stop spreading it stop creating paranoia it will destroy us hmm. i don't know anything about scarborough i just know he was the one that baited gary johnson into the uh what is aleppo moment i believe and what's funny is if they say what you want about gary johnson it doesn't fucking matter he's a nice guy but uh, if they want, if they were to ask that question to Trump or Hillary, and they were to respond with "What is Aleppo?" they would have said, "Oh, it's the capital of Syria, in the middle, or you know, it's at the center of the crisis, the refugee crisis." That's all they would have said. It wouldn't have been a big deal. It wouldn't have been on on the front pages everywhere. And what the funny part is, half the people that pretended to be upset about that had never heard of Aleppo until that day. I hadn't. But the worst thing with Gary Johnson was. After he did the what is Aleppo quote, was he followed it up with a really articulate and well-spoken answer. So it was just a hit piece. Unfortunately, when you're a third-party candidate, the media is out there to do two things, keep the war machine churning and protect the two-party duopoly, especially during the election season. You're standing against both of those things. They're not cutting you any slack. You need someone who does not make mistakes when they talk, which is why I think Joe Jorgensen will be a great candidate. So uh, vote Joe 2020. Go to NorthSpokaneCBD.com. Use the promo code DRUNK for 15% off your order. And uh, take your fucking masks off. Peace out, motherfuckers.